Entrepreneur on Fire 700. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your 30-day free trial. In Fire Nation, you'll get $5 off your bill every month. That's evoice.com slash fire. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Andrea Waltz. Andrea, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Andrea is the co-author of the best-selling book, Go For No. She has made it her mission to liberate people from fears of failure and rejection and loves to share this counterintuitive mindset about hearing the word no. Andrea, share a little bit more about your biz, a few personal insights, and then we're going to dive in. Yeah, absolutely. John, well, I started um, my entrepreneurial journey actually going to school. I got a Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice. I was working for Lens Crafters at the time and worked my way up the food chain to general manager. And I met um, my now husband and business partner there. And he convinced me that we could leave the company and become entrepreneurs. I had no (laughs) idea what he was talking about, but I was pretty young and naive. And I said, okay, cool. Absolutely. So that's what we did. We started our own business speaking and training on sales, customer service, management topics, all of the things that we were teaching our employees there at LensCrafters. We kind of wanted to do it on our own because we had our own flavor and we wanted to bring our personality. And quite frankly, when you work for a company, they don't really listen to you as much someone does when they bring you in from the outside. So that's what we did. Um, We started writing books as part of our marketing effort, and the books did really well. Um, We wrote this little book, Go For No. It has since just completely taken off over the years, uh, although that was a that was a journey in and of itself. <laughs> and so I pretty much now went from from a Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice to teaching people to fail more. Wow. Well, I'm really excited to get into that journey, Andrea. And I find it fascinating what you and your husband's dynamic was because for me, I made that leap myself and it was a tough leap to make because I wasn't making it with anybody. I was literally going out there on a limb by myself. Luckily, I did have a mentor. I was in a mastermind. And then about after six months of growing Entrepreneur on Fire, that's when I first approached my girlfriend, Kate, to join the team. And she just said, no, I just don't think I really have a place for it. And that's just how it is. And I said, okay, I get it. But you know, maybe if I can get things going a little bit more, because I just knew what a valuable asset that she would be. And about four months later, I'm like, Kate, come on, it's time. Let's, let's do this together. And at that point, she saw the growth and she jumped on board. And you know, now we've been rocking and rolling for well over a year together. And Entrepreneur Fire is about to celebrate that two-year anniversary. So I think it'd be cool for us to kind of talk a little bit about the dynamic of kind of that husband, wife, you know, fiance, boyfriend, girlfriend team and, you know, what that really means as, you know, in business and then obviously in life. So that's kind of, you know, an interesting topic Fire Nation we'll get into in a little bit. But before we do, Andrea, we always start with a success quote. So take it away. 
my success quote is persistence is the twin sister of excellence. One is a matter of quality, the other a matter of time. My favorite word, Andrea, is perseverance. I love that word for entrepreneurs. Like to me, it just says it all. If you can be an entrepreneur that has perseverance and can get through those tough times, that means so much. But why do you love this quote so much? What does it mean to you? Well, I love it because, John, I see people give up way too soon. You know, they start something, and what I have found is projects always take longer than you think. In fact, <laughs> I remember when I was training um, Franklin Covey, you know, the time management program, right. and one of their their things that they teach is, you know, never schedule your day fully. You know, always leave room. In fact, I think it was like 66%, scheduled about 66% of your time, and leave room for all of the things that you have no idea what's going to happen, what's going to pop up, what's going to fall into your lap, because that's the stuff that takes up the balance of that 33% of your time. And so when I think about that, I think, you know, things always take longer. You can't schedule everything perfectly because things pop up, things fall in your lap. And so I just think that when people have these expectations, which are good, goal setting is really important and all that, but you just can't force yourself into you know a corner and say, well, if it doesn't happen by now, then it's not going to happen because it always takes longer than you think it's going to. So let me play devil's advocate here for just a second because there's totally two sides to this on some levels. I am in that camp of perseverance is so critical, especially if you're doing something that just deep inside, intuition-wise, you know is your passion, is your message in life. But then there is that just reality that sometimes the only way to get out of a hole is to stop digging. And, you know, we just can't be of this mindset that, you know, I'm just going to persevere through everything and through this one path that I've chosen. Like, where do you draw the line, Andrea? Or do you even draw a line? Yeah, I think you do draw the line. And here's where you draw the line, in my opinion. It's when you realize that your passion for it is waning. And if you hit the goal and you quote, succeed and you reach the top of the mountain, you no longer want to be on that mountain anymore. Like you've (laughs) just had it. And so I think that's the thing is if you realize that that the hole that you're digging is no longer the path and the course and the success that you wanted back when is no longer that same thing that you desire now that if you actually got there, you would no longer be happy. And so it's that passion combined with the end result. And I think you've got to weigh that and you've got to analyze it and say, no, that is what I want. And then if it is what you want, then you've got to stay the course. Now, there's two things that I want to kind of add to that because I love what you just shared. And that's exactly my mindset as well, Fire Nation. And I love how Earl Nightingale put it, that success and happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. It's not getting to the finish line. It's not seeing that end point and then being like, okay, I'm succeeded. I'm done. I've made it. It's gradually realizing and not just any ideal, but is that ideal still worthy in your mind? Just like Andrea said, is that still a passion for you? Is that still worthy for what your mission in life is? So think about that that success and happiness is a gradual realization of a worthy ideal. And yeah, we want to have goals out there, but when you start getting close to that end line, say, hey, it's time to push the envelope. What's, where am I going to push that boundary back? What's that next great adventure to add to this, to what I'm doing? And Andrea, it just kind of popped into my mind because I did the whole corporate America thing myself for a while. And it wasn't until a couple of people that I really respected in corporate America looked at me just with honesty in their eyes and said, John, 
you know, I spent my life climbing the corporate ladder. And when I got to the top and I peered over the wall, I realized that my ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. And I was like, wow, that really hit yes. me hard. Yes, absolutely. They, they dedicated their lives to these companies. And it was like, I'm just thankful that they were able to be honest with me for that because that just kind of got my butt in gear. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking control of my life. I'm not climbing some ladder that I don't even know what's on the other side of. But Andrea, you know Entrepreneur on Fire. You've been an, an amazing guest thus far. And you went back and listened to a couple past episodes. So you know how much we love stories and we really love doing a deep dive into the story. So share with us a story of a time that you failed, Andrea, and what were those lessons you learned? Well, I really had to go back, John, because there's so many and they're so fabulous, but I, did, <laughs> I, I will pick one of my favorites. It's all about framing Fire Nation, fabulousfailure.com. Go buy it. Exactly. Yeah, right. Um, so when we launched our business, um, we, we wrote a couple books. The first one was a book for our specific niche, which was the retail industry. And then after a couple years, we decided to write our best, which is now our best-selling book, Go For No. So we write this little book. It's an 80-page fa- uh, fable. It's very short. And we decide, John, to save some money and design the book cover ourselves. Oh, and that. we had done it with the first <laughs> book, and it, and it worked out well. We did it with the second book book. And I have to tell you, the cover was pretty bad. It really was. Can I Google um, images right now? It'd be fun. Oh, you know what? I, I actually tried that earlier and <laughs> I was trying to find it. It's so hideous. I will tell you this. It was red and they had the black words go for no. And it looked like it had been photocopied a few times. I mean, it was just it was kind of muddy. It was really bad. So anyway, but we're like super excited about this book. We know we have something special here. So we print a few thousand copies, and we decide to send 500 copies out to VP of sales and movers and shakers and, and people that could buy you know additional copies for their sales team, and we're waiting for all the sales to roll in, and um, nothing happens. It's kind of crickets. crickets. And so we're like, okay, this isn't, this isn't good, this isn't good. So we go a couple years, and I have to tell you, a couple years goes by, and the, books are, the book is languishing. It's really not doing much. It's selling a little bit here and there, and then Richard decides to go to a book marketing conference. So he goes and and um, he's there and actually, oh, well, this conference, I was with him actually. And we go to this conference and we're about, we bring some books with us and because we like to give them out, you know, that's right. just part of part of what we do. So we're sitting in this conference and the conference is ending and Rich says, well, we've got one book left. We'll just take it back. And I said, no, no, no. You know, there's a guy sitting in front of us and I, I remember talking to him and I know he's in sales. Let's just give him a copy. So we give this guy the last copy of Go For No. We leave the conference. We go home. Two days later, he calls. His name's Tom. He's a great friend of ours now. And he says, he says, listen, he goes, I, I almost threw your book in the garbage can. In fact, <laughs> I did throw it in the garbage can, but luckily for you guys, when I was dumping the garbage can into the main garbage, um, your book was there. I saw it again. I decided to start reading it and I read it and I couldn't put it down. It's one of the greatest books I have ever read on sales. You guys, it was absolutely stunning, but I have to tell you, you guys have the worst cover in publishing history. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're willing to change the book cover, I will buy 5,000 copies. So we said, wow, okay, yes, we are willing to change the cover. But John, I have to tell you, that book cover, I mean, that was a huge failure for us for a long period of time until finally we had somebody who just kind of woke us up, shook us and said, hey, you guys need to change this. And if you do, you've got to hit. Wow. I mean, there's so many things that I'm pulling out of that, Andrea. But the one thing that I really want to focus on 
for Fire Nation is the fact that you guys went out to a conference and you went out to many conferences, but you know, the fact that you didn't stop, even though years had gone by, you know, you still believed in your product, you still believed in your service, you still believed in the message that you had in this book. And, you know, I'm just coming off of an amazing weekend myself at the podcast movements from Dallas, Texas. You know, we were absolutely excited that podcasting now has its own conference. And we went there, Andrew, and there were 600 people at this conference who were all about podcasting. And that was what the entire conference was about. You know, I got to present, I got to throw a meetup for Fire Nation and for Podcasters Paradise. It was such an amazing weekend. And it just made me remember the very first conference that I ever went to back in 2012, before I had ever launched my podcast, before I ever launched my entrepreneurial venture or even started my journey, that was a conference, Andrea, that I met some key people that have played such integral roles in my life. And you know that one random meeting that you had with that guy that just happened to be sitting in front of you ended up being such a game changer for both you, your husband, and for your book. I mean, can you speak to that for a second, to Fire Nation, about the power of kind of getting off your butt and going into your niche and finding those conferences and being an interactive member of this community? Absolutely. You know, you have to do it, John, and it's so easy to start looking at the price tag. You know, the conference has a fee, the airfare, the hotel, the meals, the whole thing, and you go like, oh my God, this, this thing's going to cost three grand grand or whatever, you start adding it up in your head. It is so important. And I could tell you stories of every single event, conference, meeting that we've ever done. We've either had an idea, some, met somebody there, something happened. It's always been transformational for us. So as soon as we start cocooning and realizing, <laughs> yeah. hey, we're not, we're not getting out there, um, you know, we go. You've got to do it. And that's, you know, it's funny. We always say go for no, go for no. Well, when it comes to conferences, go for yes. You've got to sign up. You've got to go. <laughs> Get out there. Meet people. It's amazing the kind of, the kind of uh, stuff that transpires, but you've got to get out of your, your office. No, that is so true. And Fire Nation is such wise words. I mean, there just has to be this mental mind shift in investing in yourself and saying, you know what? I am going to become a part of this community face-to-face. And Andrea, I personally think it's more important now than it has ever been before because like you said, it's so easy these days to cocoon. It's so easy just to sit home. I mean, I'm here in my living room now. You know, I'm in this amazing condo that just sits above the Pacific Ocean and it's gorgeous. Like, I don't ever want to leave and I can just, you know, turn on Google Hangouts and kind of pretend like I'm actually, you know, and I am interacting with people and it's an amazing opportunity, but nothing will ever, ever displace that face-to-face, that handshake, that looking somebody in the eye in person and having a conversation and making a connection with them. So back in the day, that was the only option you ever had. If you stayed home, you didn't even talk to anybody, let alone you know get to interact with anybody. You can do that now from the comfort of your home, and you should when you can, but you need to realize that getting out, going to different cities, and meeting different people that are also willing to do that same thing is so incredibly important. And Andrea, this is just a great theme that's developing, and let's use this as we move into your next story, which is a light bulb, which is an aha moment that you've had, Andrea. Walk us through that story and then the steps you took to turn that moment into success. 
Well, this hasn't, it's another event. I have to tell you, it's another event. <laughs> so when, what a theme. <laughs> yeah, that's the theme. So when Richard and I launched our business, we decided that we wanted to go to the American Society for Training and Development Conferences. We, we lived in LA at the time. It was in San Francisco. It was a, again, big investment, but we realized that some potential clients were there. So we, we made the investment, we went up and we're at this uh, networking event. You know, they have all these training sessions and all of these things, that you could, workshops and all these things that you can sit through. But five Finally, this, this happened to be one of these network things, and I knew that a couple potential clients were going to be in this room. So I'm, you know, wandering around very actually uncomfortable because keep in mind, I have really no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm young. Um, we've got our first, I've got my first book. Um, in my hand, which was called Retail Magic. It was called Unlocking the Secrets of Retail Magic. And we were trying to get big retail clients. So across the room, I spot this woman and I zero in on her name tag and it says Deborah Mastin, JCPenney. So I'm thinking, oh my God, JCPenney, they're huge, right? So I meander over. I end up introducing myself to her and I handed her a copy of the book and I said, you know, we are speakers. We specialize in the retail industry. You know, if you like this little book, book. You'll love having us as, you know, speakers, trainers, whatever. She flipped through it and she said, um, yeah, this looks really interesting. Do you do distance learning? And I said, oh, of course we do distance learning. And she goes, great, call me on Monday. Let's get together. So I, John, I am like freaking out. I run to, I find Richard. He's somewhere else in the building. I find him and I'm like, you're not going to believe this. I just met the you know, vice president with JC Penny, and she asked us if we do distance learning. And Rich goes, "What's distance learning?" And I said, "I don't know," but I told her we did it, so that's what we're doing. By Monday, we'll know. We'll know exactly, and and it turned out actually it was really cool. They ended up hiring us. They we ended up doing distance learning. Um, Rich was on camera, and his he was broadcast to all of their stores all over the country, um, sharing our philosophies and and our strategies and things like that. But what I learned, the aha moment was, well, one, go to the event. Okay, we've talked about that. Um, Aha moment two is books are calling cards. And we have been saying this for a long time. It's it's been true with Go For No. It was true with our first book that we wrote. They're short, they're quick, but you know, don't be stingy with giving your book to decision makers and people of influence because that's how you get clients, that's how you get customers, and that was a big aha moment. That that actually set our whole business on a, on a trajectory of getting hired because once we got them, John, it was easy. I mean, they're one of the biggest you know retailers in the country, so we finally had a client. And then you have this social proof, Fire Nation. You have this credibility that you can drive forward with. And Andrea used that, you know, to the best of her benefit. And it's, it's amazing. And Andrea, I do, before we move on from this, I really just kind of want to ask you a question because, it's, you know, it's something that I hear a lot about, especially, you know, this day and age in 2014. You know, let's talk about books for a second. So, when I first launched Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, about four or five months went by and I was definitely gaining momentum and gaining success. And I was seeing a, a lot of the same questions were coming to my inbox. A lot of people were asking great questions, but they were very redundant. And, you know, instead of just sitting there and answering every email one by one or just responding, you know, with a cans response one by one by one, I'm like, you know, I'm going to sit down this weekend and I'm going to write a book. The book's going to be called Podcast Launch. And I am going to put it in Amazon, self-publish it. And, you know, I'm going to put my heart and my soul into it. But it's going to be done over one week. And I gave myself that parameter, Andrea, because I had so much going on with a a seven-day-a-week interview show that, you know, for me, 
the actual time I could commit to writing a book was limited at that point in my career. So I sat down over that weekend, and I mean, I focused. You know, Parkinson's Law, Andrea, is that tasks will expand to the time that you allot them. This book could have taken me months to write, but because I only allotted myself one weekend, you know, 20 hours later, I had 40,000 words, and it was up in Amazon. And since that day, it's actually been the number one ranked book in Amazon on podcasting with over 300 five-star reviews. It's helped thousands and thousands of people launch their podcast. It's been an amazing calling card for me. But I didn't go the, the traditional publishing route. I didn't, you know, actually get an editor. I mean, there's, you know, a lot to be desired about this book on a lot of levels too, because it was just me sitting down writing it. What are your thoughts on like the path that I took as opposed to some other opportunities that are out there? Yeah, I think you took the exact right path, John. And, and keep in mind, you know, where you're coming from is your expertise. And so everyone has, you know, their expertise. It fits some kind of niche. They have some, there's some kind of marketplace of people that you're trying to reach. And basically what you are doing is you're solving a problem. You, people are out there. They're interested in podcasting. Like they, they'd like to grow their business using the podcasting as, you know, one of their tools to do that. And so you're really an expert solving a problem. So I think with that particular model, um, it's perfect. Done is better than perfect as well. So <laughs> get it done, put it out there. Um, and, and these days with self-publishing, uh, you can always improve. And I am sure that you will. And in, in next year, you can have, you know, the second edition with new things that have come, you know, down the line in technology or whatever um, and marketing and all of that. So I think sometimes people just get way too caught up in the perfection of all of it. And um, But there are so many resources for self-publishers from you know editors and people that can help you package and design your book cover and all of those things. I say, get it done, get it out there to the marketplace, and then um, you will learn you know, what, what the market likes and, and uh, you can always improve from there. No, I love that point. And in fact, the founder of LinkedIn is quoted by saying, if you're not literally embarrassed by your first product, you waited too long to ship it. And now I'm not recommending that people be embarrassed by something that they publish on Amazon. But you know, for an example on where I'm taking his advice is a new daily video show that I'm coming out with Andrea called Mornings on Fire. You know, I'm no videographer. I'm an audio guy. I'm, I'm, I don't have the lighting. I don't have the great camera. But you know what? I'm just going to turn on a camera and I'm just going to talk into it. I'm going to see where this show evolves and how it evolves. And to be frank, I know six months from now, I'm going to look back at my first like 20 episodes and be embarrassed about them because they're going to be pretty raw and <laughs> they're just going to be what they are. But it's better than never doing it because something my audience has asked for and it's something that I'm going to provide and hopefully grow and improve as I make massive mistakes along that journey. And that's where the transparency comes in, Fire Nation. And Andrea, you've had some amazing transparency throughout your journey, but what would you say is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Well, I have to just comment, John, because you're so right about embarrassing. I look, I think about our first, bro- <laughs> I think about our first brochure. We went to this this paper store and got this creamed crushed leaf paper. It was like this creamy paper. It was very expensive and beautiful. And then we ran it through the printer. I have to tell you, it, I would never send that to anyone. I, when I think back and I remember <laughs> showing my dad and he was like, okay, <laughs> no wonder he thought we were absolutely insane. Right. But yeah, totally embarrassing. Um, my proudest entrepreneurial moment, it, you know, I, ha- I have to say it goes back to the, the book, um, 
with go for no because John after years after the story with the horrible cover and then we finally changed it and then we spent several years just marketing it and sharing it and just talking about this particular message finally in 2010. But take us to the day. What was the moment? Oh, the moment. Okay. So we had sold everything that we owned. Um, We were living in Portland, Oregon at the time. We sold everything that we owned and we wanted to move to Florida. So we packed up our SUV, we packed up our cat, we packed up our laptops and we drove, we took about a month and we drove from Portland, Oregon to Florida and we got this six month vacation rental in Miami, in South Beach, in the heart of South Beach. (laughs) It was like a six month vacation. And so I open up the computer one morning and I... I go on Amazon because I'm interested to see, you know, where's our book trending in terms of, you know, being on the list and we're in the sales and selling category. And lo and behold, I look and we're number one. What? We're number one. And I'm like, and this is in 2010 after years of promoting Go For No. And I'm like, oh my God, I told Rich, I said, can you believe we're number one? And I have to tell you, John, the funniest part of the whole story was a few years earlier, after kind of during the middle of the book cover, um, you know, thing, we were in conversations with Simon and Schuster and they actually looked at our book and they, they looked at our platform and they said, you know what, you guys don't have much of a platform and you'll be lucky if you sell like 5,000 of these copies. So now it's 2010, we've hit number one on the, on the list. And now, and here we are in 2014, we've sold like 300,000 copies of the book. Wow. And I'm thinking that Simon and Schuster is probably regretting that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I specifically love the image of you packing up your cats. To me, I don't know why that just that just made me chuckle a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and he had one heck of a cat carrier. I have to tell you, it was kind of like a little Cadillac, you know, it's lots of room and all of uh, that. <laughs> we love our pets, don't we, Andrea? Yes. But no, thank you for taking us to that moment because those are special moments. You know, we need to just really embrace those moments as entrepreneurs because believe me, you've had some tough moments following that. I mean, we're on a roller coaster, Andrew. We are on the highest of highs followed by the lowest of lows. But Fire Nation, one phrase that I heard recently on a podcast was actually, happiness stems from gratefulness. Being grateful makes you happy. Being happy doesn't necessarily make you grateful. So if you can really focus on just being grateful for those moments, and Andrea, you were just grateful for that moment of being number one, of remembering Shyman and Schuster saying, hey, if you guys get to 5,000 books, like that'll be a miracle. And you had one client that bought 5,000 books. I mean, it's just, you know, mind-blowing the success that you've had. And to that point, Andrea, bring us to today. What has been going on recently and what is the one thing that just has you most fired up right now? Well, John, it's interesting. You know, I'm so passionate about our message. So I I guess the reality is, um, and we're doing some really unique things. We're actually writing some fiction. Um, We're we're writing uh, what could best be described as uh, paranormal suspense with a life-affirming message. So that's that's one completely unique thing that we're doing. But I have to say, you know, I just love that people still discover us. I love when people say, wow, I've never heard of Go For No. I think to myself, that's awesome (laughs) because... I know that there's still people out there who want the message, who need the message. And so that's really what has me fired up and excited is I love that people are still discovering us after all these years and it keeps me going and it keeps me excited every morning. I think this kind of just really points, Andrea, to focusing so much time and so much energy on creating 
epic content. I mean, one of my friends, Derek Halpern, says it so well. He's like, we should be spending 80% of our time creating just this amazing content and you know, then 20% of our time just getting it out there and promoting it instead of do- doing it the other way around, just only spending 20% of time creating something that's okay and then trying to promote this okay piece of content. So Fire Nation, like look what Andrea's done you know, with her book over all these years. It is still going and going because her and her husband sat down and they wrote magic and that magic is still prevalent. It's still here and they poured their heart and their soul into it. So that really speaks a lot, Andrea, to, you know, the message that we're sharing here with Fire Nation. And Andrea, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. There's a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with the click of a button. But there are times when online communications can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with hearing someone's voice is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping me expertly manage all my business calls, eVoice provides me with a better way to connect with my clients and business partners. With a toll number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So whether I'm at the office, a convention, or sitting poolside, I always have the ability to connect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to eVoice.com slash fire now to start your 30-day free trial. In Fire Nation, eVoice is offering you $5 off your bill every month. Stay connected with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire. That's eVoice.com slash Fire. Andrea, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, it was actually ignorance, John. I had no idea about entrepreneurship, about (laughs) owning your own business. I really was. I was clueless. And when Richard told me that we could leave our corporate jobs and be people from the outside who come into corporations and work for them, I thought, well, that sounds pretty cool. And, um, you know, it was funny. I mean, I so I quit my job uh, after we planned and kind of strategized. Um, but I really, I really did. I didn't really have a safety net. I don't necessarily recommend that. But I, we had no safety net. I bought a fax machine and I was like, cool, I'm an entrepreneur. This is awesome. <laughs> that kind of dated you a little bit, a fax machine. <laughs> I know. It was so long ago. I had dial up AOL. I mean, it was a long time ago. But you know what? It was um, being that naive, I think, served me because I wasn't, I was not smart enough to be scared. I wasn't smart enough to know that it couldn't be done. Uh, so that actually really helped. 
And there's something actually to be said, Fire Nation, for just putting your back against the wall where you either succeed or you fail and fail pretty harshly. And the reality is we're human beings. We are survival of the fittest. You know, we go into this next gear when we have to. That's why living this life, you know, of comfort and having those golden handcuffs and that, you know, nice low six-figure job that's just cranking in and paying your bills. Sometimes people just get caught up in that life when what they really need is a kick in the butt. And, you know, there's a great book by I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Nicole Tassib or something, but it's anti-fragile. And it's just an amazing book about how the most successful entrepreneurs in all of history are ones that went through the biggest destructive changes in their lives and had to adapt and had to have their back against the wall over and over again. So Andrea, what would you say is the best advice you've ever received? A few years ago, Richard and I actually hired, um, well, actually it was a charity thing through the National Speakers Association, and we bid on spending a day with Larry Wingett's former speaking manager. So we actually won the won this auction, and we flew to Oklahoma City, and we sat down with this gentleman, and he started asking us questions about, you know, our speaking business and what, what it wanted to be like, and um and he kind of opened my eyes because he said, well, you know, what time of day do you guys want to speak? What t-, you know, and I thought, well, isn't it like whenever they say we should be there? <laughs> and then he said, and what, what about this and what about that? And he started asking all these questions and helping us design our speaking business. And I realized that it wasn't actually that we were on someone else's agenda, that we actually could set our own agenda, that as entrepreneurs, we could say, you know, we like to speak, um, you know, before lunch. We definitely want to speak between nine and nine and 11. That's ideal. And we like to speak in these cities and we like this and we like that. And we sat down with him and really crafted our ideal vision for what our business looked like. I Up until then, John, I kind of let um, the client or let the business dictate. And then when we got on our agenda, it was really eye-opening. I love that. Take control, Fire Nation. Andrea, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I write stuff down, John. I'm like totally old school. I have a Rolodex. <laughs> I have a Rolodex. I have a a calendar that's that's paper. I have several calendars actually, and I have a little notebook and I write everything down because I'm really I have a horrible memory. And so if Richard will mention something to me and if I don't write it down, it will not get done. So I try to write everything down. I write stuff on my calendar. Um, and I'm just old school that way. Uh, so, you know, if there was like a fire, you know, I've got carbonite, but I also would grab my Rolodex. <laughs> Thank God for carbonite. Right. So Andrea, going a little more new school, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I'm in love with Fiverr. Uh, Fiverr is a website where there's all these people selling their services of all different kinds. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Five Um, bucks. (laughs) Yeah, five bucks. You can buy graphics. You can buy people. They'll do little videos for you. I like to just insert a lot of fun into our brand. You know, our brand's about failing and it's about hearing no more often. So I like to have little videos produced and things that I could do a lot of that are kind of irreverent. And so Fiverr is perfect for that. If, if, you know, if it's not the place I think where you want to design, you know, serious brochures and book covers and stuff like that, but it's a great place to get fun stuff done. I had Kermit the Frog sing my three-year-old niece happy birthday and it was her favorite gift and it cost me five bucks. 
That's awesome. <laughs> so Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Andrea Waltz. Andrea, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? It would be The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I love The Four Agreements. And I'll tell you what they are real quick. It's speak with integrity. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. It's a phenomenal book. If anybody has issues with um, self-confidence or taking no personally, it's an ideal companion. Um, I always recommend it with Go For No. Love that. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Andrea, is Go For No, is that an audible? It is, yeah. All right. Fire Nation, get, get fired up. So Andrea, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? All right. First, I'd find a good coffee shop that I like to go to every day. <laughs> I would immediately start joining social media. I would set up my Twitter account. I'd set up a Facebook page. I would set up a blog. And John, I would literally spend the next seven days writing everything that was in my head because I'd want to get it all out on paper so that I could eventually start building a community. But I would start writing first. Start writing first, Fire Nation. Make it real. I love that, Andrea. And let's end on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of advice. Um, I like to say to people that when it comes to building your business, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, um, don't make assumptions. Always ask. Ask for what you want. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. And people <laughs> can find us at goforno.com. Wonderful. Well, I love how simple that is. In Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Andrea and myself today. So keep up the heat. In Fire Nation, go to eofire.com and just type Andrea into the search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Andrea, Fire Nation salutes you for igniting the airwaves today and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, are you worried you'll never find the right platform to create your own website? I know, searching for the best designs, a user-friendly interface, and top-notch support is tough. But with Squarespace, you'll get all these things. Their support team is even available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your professional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com, use offer code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 